Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome to the 5 o'clock show. It's time for Common Sense. Now, it's Cats and Cosby with John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Standing for truth, justice, and the American way. Bringing common sense to the world. Now, here's John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Well, this is John Katsimatidis and uh, it's 5 o'clock and the sun is shining today. Where's the rain? And we have one great show for you today. This is the, the number one show at 5 o'clock. You'll find out what's going on in our city, our state, the country, the world. And uh, in Wait the stu- a minute. You left out the solar system, and John. And the solar system, as Larry Kudlow <laughs> would say. Uh, in, in the studio with us, we have uh, Judge Richard Weinberg, common sense Democrat, and a common sense Republican, Ed Cox. Right. Down to earth. Down to earth. <laughs> yes. And uh, we just want the truth, and we just want to push out the truth. And uh, Rita, what's going on today? Well, uh, the truth is there is so much news today, and we've got it covered. In just about a minute or two, we're going to have uh, Senator Al D'Amato, the former great New York senator. We're going to be talking border, uh, James Comer and his bombshell. We also have a sheriff who's there on the front lines, economy. We also have Nicole Maliotakis, and we have Greg Jarrett, uh, Fox News legal analyst, uh, who is one of the best out there, talking about, again, the big bombshells we from got a James mess, Comer. We got a mess in Chicago. What I mean, a mess. Washington. Yeah, well, mess everywhere. What, by the way, in Chicago, <laughs> they are declaring it a San state of emergency. Especially in Chicago. San, San yes. Francisco, they're they, they rolling in the sidewalks. They are rolling in the sidewalks, and that's because Title 42, by the way, uh, just also on top of all of this, John, is about to be lifted in a matter of hours. That's the well, health where was provision. it? In 1860s, uh, we, we, we got Mexico out of, uh, of California. <laughs> yeah, and they're coming back. They're coming back. <laughs> they are coming back and in the, a the, big the, way. What disturbed me this morning, uh, th- there was a very credible story by uh, a congressman in Kentucky. Yes, oh, James Comer. And and it was a very credible story. Yeah. And he is a, the congressman in charge of the committee. to Of uh, the Oversight Committee. Uh, the oversight of the Oversight Committee. committee. And he had bombshells and, on Hunter Biden and the Biden yeah. family. And he had bombshells. And, and where did you see it? Where did you see it? Well, I saw it on Fox and I saw it, I heard it on WABC. No place else. CNN, the major networks, and, and MSNBC. Would you call that suppression of news, John? I would say they're not telling their their audience the truth. They're not telling the audience of all the stories going no, on. No, they're, they're talking about one representative of 435, George Santos George, is the right. big news. And by the way, Ed Cox, um, isn't it interesting that this happens, the George Santos news, which, by the way, clearly there's issues there. We're going to get to yeah, that in Yeah, but this moment. is one member. It's not the president's family. Come right. On. So they cover that <laughs> wall to wall. And to John's point, MSNBC, CNN doesn't even and, cover and the, the president. Channels, ABC, NBC, and CBS. Isn't that crazy? The president's family in an influence peddling scheme. You call that deflection? 
Is yeah. that what you think that Well, is? you know what's really sad? This is par for the course. That's what I call it, because how sad. This is what happened right before the 2020 election. Remember, New York Post was suppressed. The Hunter Biden story was suppressed. So to me, I call it, sadly, deja vu. And it's the Justice Department that's doing it. Whether it's a political hack down the communications room is there to protect President Biden or whether it is the AG himself, someone there decided they would put it out on the same day as the Comer investigation. All of a sudden. The, the rush to get the uh, Santos indictment out in four months. Yes, how many suddenly years, How many years have been looking at the Biden family and doing nothing? Yeah, well, I, I mean, look, I don't support George Santos. I think he. Of course not. He should no, resign. But, no, but no, I, listen, I'm not going to tell him what to do. But uh, George Santos said, "Well, they're investigating me for three months, and they locked and they arrested me. How long have they been?" Uh, you know, uh, they've been looking years, at Biden. Biden. Years. Listen, you know how long it would take to get a, a true bill indictment at Delaware and the, the grand jury on uh, Hunter Biden on the false on the well, false filing income tax. I want to find out what really five minutes. Listen, yeah. listen, the most colorful, the smartest. Senator New York State ever roll had. the drums. Fi- where's the drums? Yeah, where's the drum? Where's, where's the, drums? the drum roll? There's Ed Cox. What a musician he is. <laughs> Senator Alphonse D'Amato. And he is one smart guy. Let's bring him in. Yeah, Al D'Amato, we are so thrilled to have you here. Senator, of course, the greatest New York senator ever. Uh, we're talking about a whole bunch of stuff. Why don't we get, I guess, to Santos since we are talking about this. What's your reaction with the Santos cover wall to wall with the mainstream media? And yet they ignore all the huge allegations that James Comer had against the Biden family today. Look. Uh, let me say this. I told you last week that they would indict him. I told you he would be indicted on financial transactions. Do you remember that? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We, we don't forget and, anything you say, Alphonse. And he will be convicted. I predict that he'll draw it out as long as he can and that this case is so dead on him on all of the 13 charges. Um, that he will cut a deal and get anywhere between five to ten years in prison. And wow. he deserves it. That's Santos. He, he is a piece of dreck. And notice I didn't call him a piece of shit. No, we didn't. We'll have to bleep that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> he's a piece of dreck. Um, he's horrible. Uh, he's a, a, a conceited, a lying um, piece of dreck. And he swindled people. Um, he took money that went to his campaign, diverted it to his own use. Um, he said he was unemployed while he, while he was getting over 100000 a year and, and swindled money there. Um, this, this is one sick dude. And um, he will be convicted. But I, I predict that, that he will plead out. And, and wind up getting a five to ten, because if he goes to trial, he's going to be convicted on everybody, on everything, and he'll get ten to twenty. So that's what will take place, and it'll probably take three, four, five months. He'll stall it off for, but he won't. He won't be able to still stall it off for more than that. And Judge Weinberg, what's going to happen to him on the border situation? I have to tell you, you have to be deaf. Dumb, blind, not to know that we have open borders. You may not announce it, but that's what we have 
paramount to. Are and you saying, Senator, are you well, saying that President Biden is deaf, dumb, and blind? Because he says the border is secure. That he is a stranger to the truth. You're very gracious. Very gracious. I'm going to use that. that should, I, I, I like Senator that. Could, could open up a comedy club. Truth is, <laughs> we have open borders. The truth is that they're putting more people down there because those coming through that that don't go around, um, uh, they'll have to process them. The 1,500 troops going down there aren't going down to police the border, but rather to help in the processing, which is incredible. You see what's happening to city after city, and now they're exporting them to smaller communities throughout the country. This is a disgrace, and it's costing U.S. taxpayers billions of dollars. All these kids that go to school. And by the way, I want to tell you something. One of the greatest scandals taking place, and all of the politicians who have to run for office are afraid to talk. Do you know, for example, in Nassau County, out of the tax bills that people receive, 71% of the money, you know where it goes to? School districts. So if you live in a town and a village and a county, the people who take care of your sewers, of the roads, of your water systems, of your garbage collection, of your parks, all of that, of your health care, okay? All of that is done on by 29% of the money. The rest, 71% goes to school districts. You have school superintendents getting $500,000 a year with huge staffs, twice as much as the governor. Twice as much. They should be combining them. This is outrageous. Principles. It's not just the principal. He has a deputy and an assistant, an assistant to the assistant. You have a hierarchy. And this is all the teachers' unions. And this is going throughout the country. And the colleges. Forget it. One worse than the other. They preach and talk about open borders. I won't name the school, but a great Catholic school that six of my grandchildren went to, three of them come back. Oh, Grandpa. Oh, yeah. Uh, Open borders. Yeah, that's good. We help these poor people. That's the kind of nonsense. Our educational system is being diverted by the left-wing teachers' unions. And you saw during the COVID, who fought against kids coming to school? Why are our kids so far behind? Because they didn't go to school for two years. Because they, they taught those who had the ability uh, uh, over over some of the, the phones, et cetera, uh, uh, to do that. Incredible. So we have a system. And by the way, what the left wing wants, they want big government to run every aspect of their life, just like Europe, so that the politicians steal more money. Because they'll be running everything. You know, they Senator D'Amato, Senator I want to ask you a quick question, too, because you, you brought up also the migrants. I don't know if you saw this report that they are thinking of setting up a tent city in Central Park. Oh, my God. Um, isn't, oh, well, look, look. That's amazing, John. Isn't it? It's incredible. Look, you got New York City sending them to these upstate uh, uh, counties now. 
And, and this is going to take place throughout because the big cities are getting overwhelmed. They're overwhelmed already. And now you add to it tens of thousands, 50,000, 60,000 in New York City that we know about. And what about Chicago? And what about the other Detroit and the other major cities? And so if you wonder why people are leaving New York, and I'll give, I'll give you one more. This stupid MTA, which is a bunch of jackasses, okay? You can't give them enough money because they waste it. They don't run the programs the right way. And so now you're, you're going to have a commuter tax for people who drive their cars. Congestion pricing. $23 if you drive your car to Manhattan. Unbelievable. The next nail in the coffin of New York City. I'll tell you what, you're going to have a bigger exodus of the very people you want to keep in this state who work, who pay taxes, who are successful. They're going to say, this is the straw that breaks the camel's back. New York City is going to lose. The one point some odd billion dollars will not come out to that much. But you're going to lose in tax revenue tens of billions of dollars from the very people you want to keep here in this state. And the very people from New Jersey who drive in and who work, and and they're going to say, I don't need this. They're going to move, and they're going to move businesses with them. So MTA and Governor Hochul, wake up. Wake up because people are going to continue to flee this state. And if I didn't have two kids who have to do my youngest, who have to finish high school, I'd be out of here. I'd be out of here. When they go to high school or, or college, rather, um, that's it. That's it. I'm not going to stay here. Wow. wow. A lot of people feel that way, uh, Al- Senator Alphonse, would you, st- you want to stay on? We have the sheriff is calling in from Arizona, and it might yeah. be one interesting conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Bring in the sheriff. Absolutely. This is Sheriff Mark Lamb from Pinal County, Arizona. He is uh, right there pretty close to the border and on the front lines. And he's now running for Senate uh, against Kirsten Sinema because he is so fed up on what's happening in the border. Sheriff Lamb, uh, this is Rita Cosby. I always love talking to you. Uh, Tell us, first off, uh, this is frightening. There's literally, we are a matter of hours away from Title 42, which is the health provision that was supposed to kick people out. We know the Biden administration wasn't even adhering to that. But we are hearing there will be a tsunami of migrants coming across the border starting in a matter of hours. Tell us what you're thinking. Well, hey, Rita, it's always great talking to you, too. And thank you for always being such a great voice for America, for freedom. I just appreciate you more than you know. But, yeah. This tsunami has already been hitting us for a while. You know, it's been a a much smaller big wave, but now uh, we're already feeling the pressure of it. Yuma County, which is not far from us, had 800 people this morning by like 8 or 9 in the morning, put it with another 400 just sitting on the other side of the fence. My guys up here, we're not even on the border. We had a traffic stop where two vehicles were traveling together. We finally got into a little pursuit with them, finally got them stopped. 11 illegals in one car, 14 in another, a total of 25 in two cars. Um, it's just getting worse and worse. We're getting overwhelmed. The Border Patrol is overwhelmed. Um, and, and we haven't even seen Title 42 go away yet. So uh, buckle up.
You know, um, Sheriff, uh, I couldn't believe it that Mayorkas just a few hours ago said the same thing. Um, and the border is secure and he blames everybody but the Biden administration. Uh, you're there on the front line, Sheriff Mark Lamb. Uh, who bears the blame? Uh, he does. He's the leader, and so does Joe Biden. Uh, look, weak leadership, a sign of really weak leadership, is blaming somebody else. Ultimately, this responsibility fell on him as the Secretary of Homeland Security. If he didn't have the resources to do his job, he should have went to the president. Um, I didn't hear him blaming the, the, the uh, Democratic Congress and Senate two years ago or in the last two years when they had control of the House, the Senate, and the presidency. Heaven knows they shoved a lot of crap down our throats, but immigration reform wasn't one of them. I don't want to hear those excuses. It's his job. It's his responsibility. And uh, he should bear the brunt of it. And the border is anything but secure. And Cox? Sheriff, you're, you're, being, you're being generous to the press. In fact, he intends to have an open border. He made it clear at the yeah. start of his administration he was welcoming Ill- illegal immigrants. And so at Mayorkas, he's just the front guy who actually is carrying out the policy of of President Biden, which is open borders. Yeah, it's like you can't ignore uh, yeah, the images. Kind of you see the images. It's clear. Uh, let me say, and what they've, the sheriff pointed out something. And this is Senator Aldamato, sheriff. And first of all, hey, I intend that you run for the Senate to support you, uh, sheriff. We need somebody like yourself who has a hands-on approach, who knows what's taking place, and has the courage to take on the power brokers. That's number one. Number two, the sheriff pointed out, where the hell is the Congress? The Congress of the United States. You're sitting by while our nation, you heard about Rome burning and no one doing anything? Our nation is burning. People are dying. Drugs are pouring in here. Republicans and Democrats, for God's sakes, don't be afraid of the left-wing Democrats, Democratic uh, uh, members, and Republicans. Don't be afraid of the right-wing cuckoos in our party. Come together as Americans. Stand up for what's right for this country. For God's sakes, pass a good bill that protects our borders. Build the border fence. Make sure that you're able to take people and deport them. And those who should be deported. And yeah, for the 8 million who are waiting to become citizens and who are law-abiding and approve themselves, show that you're not racist. And yes, make them citizens. But don't have this open border policy because if you're a Democrat, you're afraid that Ocasio or Atazio, whatever her name is, the left-winger, will run a primary against you. And if you're a Republican... You're afraid to work with any Democrat because you're afraid the right wing will come together. I had a senator who served with me, a lifelong Democrat, Pat Moynihan. here. We've worked together for this country. We didn't just vote. Oh, he's voting one way. And you know what they need? They need term limits so that those down in the Congress grow colonies to stand up and do what's right. and not worried about a reelection. Twelve years is plenty. That's enough. Two terms as a senator. Yeah, let me let's uh, let's get um, Sheriff uh, Lamb to reply to what those powerful yeah, comments yeah, from Al D'Amato. Coming up on a break in about two but, minutes. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead, Sheriff. Yeah, please, Senator. Senator, I concur with you. 
I think we need men and women with a, a mandate higher than the ballot box that want to run for office and actually serve the people. Imagine that doing what was constitutionally intended, where people actually serve the people and we're a voice of the people. We've gotten away from that. And this border, I just wanted to reiterate something else. It's intentional. These people, while they come off as, as sometimes uh, like a clown show, um, they they want this. They have this is on purpose. They have undermined the rule of law. They have opened up the southern border, flooded our communities with with criminals and different types of people. They have also flooded our communities with dangerous drugs like fentanyl, which is the leading cause of death in America. So I couldn't concur with you more. We need better people to serve us, and I like term limits too. Wow. Bravo. You guys are full of, both of you are full of fire, and uh, Sheriff, uh, you uh, you are one uh, great uh, law enforcement person down there. and uh, we, we need more people like this yes, running for office. And we'd love wow. to have you on again real soon, but we're, we we got to go take a hard break. And uh, Senator D'Amato, thank you, and you're, you're full of... Uh, of vinegar. My, vinegar, vinegar and the other. Vinegar something and the other in vinegar. Vinegar, vinegar and, and the other stuff. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, and uh, keep fighting for America. Thank you. And we have Steve Moore now, by the way, who's on with us, joining us right now. Uh, Steve Moore, uh, of course, a host of More Money on WABC Radio on Saturdays. Steve, first off, uh, before we get to the other stuff, the border is costing us a fortune, and the migrants are costing us a fortune. Your thoughts on the economics of that all? Well, good afternoon, guys. And by the way, John Katz, great job on uh, Maria this morning. I was watching your brilliant comments about the economy. Well done. Um, Look, I'm frustrated because I'm very pro-immigration. I think immigrants are great for our country if they come in legally, Rita, and they come the right way and they come to share our freedoms and work hard and get ahead. That's the American dream. But there's so much chaos at the border right now. And I don't recall seeing that kind of border when Trump was president. I mean, we didn't have it completely under control, but we were building the wall. We had the, uh, you know, deporting the people who were coming in illegally. Now, I the latest estimate I heard, 4 million illegal immigrants this year, and those are the only the ones we, we know of. Steve, I've heard yeah. over five, and they believe five. there's wow. two gotaways, two million gotaways. Uh, yeah. Yesterday alone was the biggest historic day in American history, over 10 thousand apprehensions those are the ones we know yeah. about stunning i mean why yeah. why is our government doing this and you say it's well, intentional Ed, Ed Cox, Ed Cox, yeah, of course please. it's intentional i mean biden the biden made it clear welcome the illegal immigrants right to start and they took them up on it i think they think they're importing democratic voters and these, you know, obviously they're not eligible to vote, but you don't not have yet. Vote. I don't, not yet. <laughs> I don't know. I know that's a cynical thing to say, but the other thing is, you know, they've just been sauce on immigration. And again, I'm for immigration. I think immigrants are great for our country. But Rita, they've got to come in legally. They got to. We got to know who they are. We can't be letting criminals, drug runners, people with diseases, people with you know criminal records into this country. It is going to wreak havoc uh, in these states. It is. It's outrageous. I can't think of another country in the world that that says, come on in. We won't vet you, basically. I I mean, this is crazy. Well, I don't know why all of you are so concerned. You have Vice President Harris, who's the border czar, obviously (laughs) totally qualified to do this job. And she's so worked so hard at getting a reasonable solution to it. Haven't you all seen that? That's right. No, no, the root causes. She's taking care of the root causes in Central America. I'll tell you you that, Your Honor. More money there. No, no. The root cause 
of this crisis is the Biden administration. That is the root course. It's, it, and by the way, it, Biden, did you well, see yesterday? Welcoming these people. And, and did you see yesterday? He come. came out. Yesterday, Biden came out and said, there'll be a little bit of chaos. Uh, get, don't worry about it. Like, I'm like, are you kidding me? Is that like Have a little bit pictures? of incursion? Is that like a little bit of incursion oh. in the Ukraine? <laughs> yeah. How about a little bit of brains, Mr. President? Yeah. Uh, look, there's another point here, too, which is, and Larry Kudlow made this the other night. This is a humanitarian crisis. I mean, we're not doing any favors for all of these millions of migrants coming to the border, and it's total chaos. And, and you know, some of them are being, you know, uh, drowning in the, in the rivers and stuff. It, it is, you wouldn't expect this in the United States of America, John. You're right. Hey, before, before we run out of time, uh, uh, Steve Moore, more money on Saturdays at 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock on on WABC, WCRadio.com worldwide. Um, what did you think of today's numbers? And, you know, I was on Maria's show, and I, I yelled and screamed about it, it doesn't matter if the – my my understanding, it doesn't matter if the uh, a deficit is $31 trillion, $32 trillion, $33 trillion, if there's confidence in Washington yeah. – and right yeah, now, there is we are losing confidence in Washington. You know, uh, Saudi Arabia lost confidence in Washington, B- yeah. B- uh, Brazil, and a lot yes, of other yes. countries. That, yes. That's what the problem is. Yeah. You know what, John? If if uh, Joe Biden were to come to his senses and just sign the bill that passed the House of Representatives uh, that was, you know, uh, put through the House through by uh, Kevin McCarthy, that would probably raise stock values by $2 trillion. I mean, it, this is what people want to see that we have control. Uh, you know, we're talking about the border. We don't have control of the border. And you know what? We don't, we don't have control of our budget either. It's, it's $2 trillion we're going to borrow this year. $2 trillion in one year. Um, by the way, did you just see Biden a little bit ago? All he talked about was MAGA Republicans, MAGA this, MAGA that. It's like now, no, no sense of their spending. Well, look, the MAGA Republicans that he's pointing at, they passed the debt ceiling bill. That's the, <laughs> the irony, right? The debt ceiling bill is Chucky Schumer. What's I mean, more I important, what, what I yeah, said, I Steve Moore, what I said to Maria and I said yeah. to the Fox audience this morning, what's more yeah. important than the total debt is to get control of our borders and get control yeah, of this fentanyl. That's right. Well, because it doesn't matter if it's another trillion dollars, you know, we'll live with it. But there's got to be confidence in the system. Well, we have a we have a and they got to freeze the interest rates. Things. You can't keep raising them. We'll end up like Volcker and we'll, have, we'll end up with 17 percent interest and destroy the country. Yeah, it's just sucking, sucking the vitality out of the country. It's too, it's poor leadership. It's, it's that we have a leader who is not in charge of the economy, not in charge of the border, not in charge of the drug problem. You know, he wants to spend five times more money on, on climate change than he does solving the, the drug problem, which is the number one cause of death of young people in America. By the way, Steve, I want to ask you, well, we had a discussion here, and we got about two minutes left. We had a discussion okay. here that this morning, none of the channels, NBC, CBS, ABC, the television, <laughs> did not cover... Uh, the, the James Comer, the, the yeah, James Comer, who was revealing that Biden family was on the take, and he had bank records. Yeah. He was, was only, showing it, bank it, records. It, it was only Fox Business, yeah. and it was only Fox, yeah. and and only WABC. Nobody else, MSNBC, CNN, nobody covered it. I mean, what kind of news coverage is that? 
Hogwash. <laughs> you know, our policy. WABC. No, our policy is cover everything <laughs> and, and let the listeners or the readers decide. Because they are, and by the way, that's exactly what they would be doing if this were Trump. I mean, they gave more coverage to this BS, you know, a conviction in the in the New York court about Trump than they did about the president's basically involved in potentially treasonous activity and putting our national security at risk by selling, you know, by selling out the country. I mean, that's outrageous. Yeah, they don't want to hear it. Trump gets a hangnail. It gets more coverage than what happened with Comer this morning. All right, guys, have a great Thank day. You. John, you were fantastic on Maria. You should, you've got, you've got, uh, you've got to be on TV more often. Well, thank you. We uh, agree. He's and, great. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll meet real soon and, uh, pray for America. Thanks uh, so let's much. Go, let's go for a break right now. And when we come back, we got Nicole Malia talking. Oh, and you think, you think, uh, uh Alphonse Alphonse is fired up. <laughs> Nicole Malia Takis is really fired up. You don't want to miss this, guys. Common Sense Recap of the Day's Biggest Stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. And, John, we are back to Cats and Cosby. We continue. Also, we have Judge Richard Weinberg and Ed Cox in the studio. Uh, my jaw dropped as if there isn't enough news today as we were talking about New York City officials considering Central Park tents as a place to house migrants, also the now, Roosevelt wait, did, Hotel. Did, did a judge, did a judge uh, issue an order rejecting those people going into Rockland County? Temporarily, they temporarily. issued temporarily. It's a temporary restraining order. It's, a, it's not an ultimate so decision. So, you're a judge. What does it mean? It means that they have ten days to uh, go in and have an argument about whether or not they'll stop them. And the city officials there don't want it. We've well, already no, heard them. No, a lot of them come good, out. And there's good law against that. They are not sanctuary counties. That's New right. York is a sanctuary city. They're here for New York. And the mayor wants to ship them out because so, they're expensive. So, Ed Cox, you're a lawyer, too. What does it mean? It, you, who do you think is going to win? The the case? Uh, I think that they should stay here in New York. What actually happened? What law do you think is involved, Your Honor? State, there's some state law on this about how long you can have them in motels, I think that they were talking about last 30 night. Days. Thirty days, right? But but the whole point, you know, what the irony of this is, is our the, mayor, who I happen to like, then which why, is happening. Why did the city sign a twenty-seven million dollars a they, year contract? They shouldn't have with the yeah. Milford Plaza. Was they, they, it? Yeah, and the Roosevelt they, Hotel. They, they, the answer is, is they, they shouldn't have. Roosevelt but, Hotel. But, but the most important issue is the mayor, who I like, our mayor, is attacking Governor Abbott for sending them into uh, into New York, and then he ships them into Rockland. Well, and Rock, you know what Rockland is saying? Let's see what yeah, yeah, yeah. Is but but before, first, by the way, Rockland County is saying Eric Adams look in the mirror, to your point, Judge. And let's bring in Nicole Maliotakis here, Congresswoman. How are you, Nicole? Uh, what do you make of this? I mean, first of all, let's talk about the irony of Eric Adams saying, okay, we're going to move him to Rockland County, uh, Orange County, all these different options, right? And they're saying, wait, wait, wait. Uh, you had the green light in the city. You're the one who said it's a sanctuary city. And then he's mad at Avid for busting some in. I mean, this you can't make this up. Yeah, well, the mayor should have taken the same action that Rockland County is doing right now and trying to sue, number one, but also calling on the president to stop this madness. The president single-handedly created this with his executive orders. He repealed the Trump policies that were in place that were stemming the flow at the border. He stopped the construction of the barriers that we're, currently still paying for, by the way. It's just that nothing's actually being done. 
And he created this entire mess that is now reaping $13 billion a year uh, for the drug cartels who are killing our children. They're sending it. They're taking advantage of these migrants. Uh, some of them are being sexually abused. You have child trafficking, human trafficking, drug trafficking, and President Biden is allowing it to happen. He could stop it today by just putting back the, the policies that were in place and then working with us to give the CBP agents what they're saying they need, which is technology, staffing, uh, and, 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 the, and the tools. So um, I say in terms of the mayor, he, he really where he is wrong is that he's misinterpreting this right to shelter law. This law was meant for U.S. citizens. It was meant for homeless New Yorkers, not for citizens of other countries. By the by the mayor's warped logic. OK, eight billion people on the planet. If they all came to New York City, they'd be entitled to free housing. That, that's ridiculous. And he should be challenging this the way that uh, you're seeing Rockland County's executive do. You know, it's amazing. Uh, Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis and Judge, you and I were talking about this earlier today. Um, I'm waiting and I'm, I'm going to say it diplomatically. I'm waiting for Eric Adams and Lori Lightfoot. And these people are saying there's no more room at the inn in the cities and their cities, New York and Chicago, to say, President Biden, uh, what the heck are you doing? I mean, they're saying we need money, but why aren't they the saying Democrat, you're responsible for the policies? The Democratic Party has been totally irresponsible because they haven't stood up to this lawlessness on the part of Biden administration. And that's yeah. my part. No, if I could just add one more thing to that, not only that, but they're actually asking the federal government for more money to continue this. In fact, my local councilman, uh, Justin Brannon from Bay Ridge, uh, saying that we should be giving them more money so they can continue to incentivize the illegal immigration, so they can continue to enable Joe Biden to have these open borders. And you know what they're doing as a result? They're cutting the health care benefits of our retirees, uh, city workers who, who dedicate their whole life to service to our city policemen, wow. firemen, all of that. They're, they're cutting services across the board because they continue. They just they just want to insist that citizens of other countries are entitled to free hotel rooms here in New York City at taxpayer expense. And, and they're thinking Central Park. Ed yes. Cox. Uh, uh, now, uh, Nicole, Ed Cox here. Uh, let's let's switch to a bipartisan issue. Congestion pricing. The feds have now cleared that to go into effect. What does that mean and why is there a bipartisan coalition that's objecting to it? Yeah, so look, I've partnered with Josh Heimer of New Jersey, uh, and we're, and, and by the way, his governor, uh, Phil Murphy of New Jersey, also wants to stop congestion pricing because they, they see it as the egregious tax that it is. It is a cash grab, people wanting to enter Manhattan. Uh, me, as a representative of Staten Island, Southern Brooklyn, to charge $23 to enter a, another borough in the city in which they live is just astounding. And the mayor, the governor, the president, they're all going along with this. And so we believe, though, and we're looking at our legal options at this point, as you know, the MTA did a shortcut here. They didn't fully, in in my opinion, uh, cooperate with uh, our national environmental protection laws. They did not go through the full and thorough environmental impact statement. The Biden administration, unfortunately, allowed them to do a shortcut here, which showed that pollution would go to the outer boroughs. It would go outside of the congestion zone. So they're basically shifting the the pollution to um, you know middle class, working class communities outside of the central Manhattan business district. So we believe that uh, we have a lawsuit potentially here uh, that would force the full and thorough environmental impact study 
uh, that was warranted to comply with federal law. And so that's at this point, that's our option. Uh, We're looking at that thoroughly. But what I would say is this is where elections truly matter, right? Lee Zeldin said that if he came in as governor, he was going to stop congestion pricing. Uh, President Trump, when he was in office, he sat on the congestion pricing, wouldn't allow it to proceed. If we get another Republican next year in the White House, perhaps this whole thing uh, will be will be reversed. So there's a lot of questions here. But the reality is, is that people have to really understand what their elected officials are pushing. Because if you are a nurse who drives into Manhattan because you've got a 5 a.m. shift, if you're a waiter gets off of work at 2 a.m., you may not feel comfortable right now with crime riding our subways. I, 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 by the I, way, 1,000 percent. Yeah, 1,000 percent. And By the way, Frank Morano just texted me. He says, Republicans want cheap labor. That's why they're allowing it. Uh, and uh, Democrats want votes. Wow. What do you think, uh, Nicole? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, either way, it's going to kill a nurse, by the way. You think about how much they're making. Twenty three bucks is a lot of money. Well, look, I I would say as a daughter of immigrants, uh, look, I understand the aspirations of the American dream more than anyone else. But what's happening right now is a catastrophe for the country. You have five million people entering our country. Two thirds of them do not qualify for asylum based on what the judges are saying right now in in these asylum cases. Two thirds of them. So they are illegally entering our country. Uh, We have the ability to streamline the process. We need to know who is coming in and out of our country for national security reasons. You had already this year 80 uh, people on the terrorist watch list, right, caught. Um, And we have to be very concerned in a post-9-11 world. Uh, We need to make sure that we have... That's what I'm concerned of, Nicole. That's what I'm concerned of. Otherwise, I would say I believe in immigration because I'm an immigrant and you're an immigrant. And, 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 you know, place Ellis Island-type operations on on the coast. You know, we want immigration, but we don't want terrorists. We don't want drug dealers. We don't want bad people that are just got out of jail in Venezuela. We don't want them in the United States. We got to vet it. I mean, there was the guy, you guys, in Texas who opened fire on his neighbors, remember, recently? He had been deported four times. Well, we got to take a break, I Rita. mean, crazy. And nobody uh, put... Nobody go ahead, put go ahead Nicole. Luxury. Last word. Nobody... Last word is nobody put uh, my parents or you, John, in a luxury hotel room at taxpayer expense. That's no way. Thing, right? No way. They made my father's brothers sign on a dotted line. If my father couldn't pay the rent, they had to pay it. That's right. Then thank- my father worked three jobs at one point in yep, his life. Yep. Nicole, thank you so thank much. You. And we'll catch up with you again real soon. Let's take a break. And when we come back, who do we have, Rita? We have Fox News legal analyst Greg Jarrett, who has some blockbuster details guy. in the Comer case that we will cover here on WABC. Stand by. Your commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. And welcome back to Katz and Cosby. Well, we covered it here on WABC Radio. And luckily, at least Fox News did, too. Uh, the big news of James Comer's press conference this morning tying multiple Biden family members to a lot of questionable business deals. And our next guest knows this stuff through and through. He's got some big bombshells. He, of course, is the great Fox News legal analyst. He also has a brand new book that's coming out uh, just in about two weeks or so. It is going to be terrific. The other one was a big bestseller. This one is called The Trial of the Century. And joining us now is my dear friend, Greg Jarrett. Greg, welcome to Cats and Cosby. 
Oh, great to be with you, Rita, as always. What did you make of this? You wrote a column today. Uh, this was explosive. Tell us what you thought were the highlights that James Comer, head of the Oversight Committee in the House, uh, that he revealed and especially tied to so many Biden family members and, and all these like questionable companies. It was like 20 LLCs and the securitist route of money somehow ending up in Biden family hands. Typical money laundering. Isn't that right? Yeah. You know, John, good to be with you, too. The, the, the sheer magnitude, as I said in my column, of the Biden family corruption that the Oversight Committee has uncovered is really breathtaking, but frankly, it should alarm every American uh, because it appears that Joe Biden may have jeopardized our nation's security by simply selling out America for cold, hard cash. I mean, you're right, Rita, you know, $10 million in foreign money flowing into 20 shell companies, LLCs, uh, and none of them have any apparent business purpose other than to be a Biden piggy bank for hiding cash that uh, derive from these suspected influence peddling schemes. And, you know, in my mind, and I've said this before on Fox News and elsewhere, This is exactly what our founding fathers feared the most. They worried that a future president, a Joe Biden, might violate his sacred oath of office, secretly conspiring with America's adversaries to betray our nation for self-enrichment. And, you know, they've uncovered this money trail uh, and they're producing the evidence, and they're you know they've only been at this less than a hundred days, and they have done more in that hundred days than the U.S. Attorney uh, in Delaware and the Department of Justice have managed to accomplish in five long years. And uh, Judge Richard Weinberg, you got a question for Greg, Greg Jarrett? Greg, don't you think the time has come to have a special counsel appointed? to deal with this issue. It's clear to me that uh, Judge Garland, as Attorney General, cannot oversee this. There's an inherent conflict on this. And I'm very concerned that we're not going to get the truth unless we have an independent counsel with full subpoena power and grand jury authority to deal with this. What do you say? Yes. The, the, the day Merrick Garland took office, he should have recused himself officially and, and appointed a special counsel. I mean, think of it this way. Uh, Biden's Department of Justice is investigating Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and other family members for corruption. I mean, take a look at the federal regulations that govern uh, both the attorney general and conflicts of interest. He is required by law and federal regulations to disqualify himself. Even the appearance uh, of impropriety and conflict justifies the appointment of special counsel. His refusal to do so, even though members of Congress have demanded that he do it in writing, suggests to me that he and others within the DOJ and the FBI are running a protection racket, running interference. And of course, as you know, you know, whistleblowers have come forward, one in particular from the IRS who says, He has evidence of interference by the Department of Justice and others. Two U.S. attorneys appointed by Joe Biden stepped in and blocked the planned indictment of Hunter Biden. Uh, I mean, this just 
stinks. It's outrageous. <laughs> and, Go ahead, Judge. And the other thing, Greg, that concerned me a great deal is the fact that Joe Biden, as president of the United States, gets on television, gets interviewed, and he says, my son has done nothing wrong. What kind of signal is that in terms of tainting any kind of independent investigation? Yeah, I mean, the president's public pronouncement that his son has, quote, done nothing wrong was a veiled message uh, to his pal Merrick Garland to exert political influence. And as I say, partisan favoritism and retribution have been you know, Merrick Garland's calling card ever since he took the helm at the Department of Justice. It's why uh, the Biden-appointed AG has refused to recuse himself from the investigation of his own boss and nefarious son. He should have done so immediately. And, you know, I also fault Bill Barr. You know, Barr had the opportunity to elevate the U.S. attorney, David Weiss, who had already been investigating for two or three years. And, you know, he could have done the same thing with Weiss uh, that he did with the special counsel, John Durham. He elevated a U.S. attorney uh, to special counsel to protect the investigation from interference. Barr didn't do it. He should have. Yeah, he missed an opportunity. You know, you know what? All I keep thinking about and everybody we're talking to Fox News legal analyst Greg Jarrett. Uh, Greg, what if the name was Trump? I mean, just think about it. If if it was like a Trump son, uh, you know, he would be behind bars years ago with this kind of. I mean, this is the the double standard is unbelievable. I just want the truth wherever it goes. Forget the politics. It's amazing. You know, on the pediment of the U.S. Supreme Court is, is engraved uh, the phrase equal justice under law. That is a lofty ideal. But sadly, it has been ignored. And, you know, this administration is is really the worst offender of all. They have gone after uh, political opponents, criminalizing the justice system for uh, civil matters and, and purely political matters. They've weaponized the FBI to target their political opponents. I think the Mar-a-Lago raid was evidence of that. Uh, those documents are governed uh, by a civil statute, this, the Presidential Records Act. But Garland decided to criminalize it because it was Trump. The Presidential Records Act, not much talked about, but it does apply to a former president who has a right to look at any of his papers that he wants to. And yes, and, and, you know, 10 years ago, it was litigated in front of a federal judge in Washington in the Bill Clinton case. He took papers, including allegedly classified uh, tape recording. Uh, and, you know, the Department of Justice uh, took the position that a former president can take whatever he wants, including classified documents. But not a vice president. Exactly. Not a vice president. It does not apply to a vice president yeah. and Biden held on to some of his Great. papers. This is, but the this point is, I'm making is is that uh, it set the standard for how the Trump case should have been handled at Mar-a-Lago. If the DOJ has had a 10-year-long standard that a president can take whatever he wants, why did they suddenly throw out that standard and raid Trump's home? Because it's Trump. You know? I mean, yeah. sadly, John... Greg, I, one, one thing. I mean, it seems like we have 
uh, a justice department that uh, the American people can't trust. Where do we go from here? You got a clean house. You know, uh, Donald Trump was going to drain the swamp. Unfortunately, he didn't. The swamp got the better of him. He was entangled uh, during his entire term with uh, the phony Russia collusion hoax. I wrote two books about it. There was never any credible evidence that Trump conspired with, uh, you know, the Russians in the bowels of the Kremlin to steal the 2016 election. It was all BS. It was all BS. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. Thank you so much for everything you do, and God bless you. And, Greg, come back out again with your book too soon. We'd like to do that. And uh, Judge Weinberg and uh, Ed Cox, Chairman. Uh, Rita, what do we all stand for? Truth, justice, and the American way. God bless America. Reporting from the Daily Planet building. And pray for our border agents. Amen.